The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If it's your first time joining us, like I say, please subscribe, tell a friend, let everyone you know how much you like the Whisk Ginge so we can keep this train a-moving. As far as my life goes, I'm filming season two of Dave on FXX and Hulu, which comes out next year. I'm so excited for it. So touring is all over the place. We're trying to figure out dates. It's a little hard. Go to andrewsantino.com. That's also where you can find the link for the Patreon, patreon.com slash whiskeygingerpodcast. It's where we got one-on-one Cheeto chats. I do Zooms with a high tier. You get discount codes. You get all sorts of stuff on there. Go check it out at patreon.com slash whiskeygingerpodcast. Um, and also, if you're looking to buy some merch, uh, go to uh, andrewsantinostore.com, uh, and uh, you can see all the stuff there, the hats, the shirts, the rock glasses, which are my favorite. The rock glasses are very solid, very well made uh, at andrewsantinostore.com. Uh, is some good merch uh, for the end of the year. Uh, I am uh, excited about this episode. It's incredible. So, you know. I'm done talking. Whiskey Ginger is supported by Squarespace. Look, you guys, if you're trying to design a website for any reason, whether or not you're trying to sell a product, show off yourself or something that you're up to, blog, publish, articles, uh, or just scream into the void of the internet, which is what most of us are doing anyway, you can do it when you use Squarespace. They are incredible. They have these beautiful templates that they've set up for you. uh, And you can also manipulate them in your own way. It's optimized. Uh, uh, so you can get this incredible analytical research to find out your audience, uh, so you can optimize, baby. Um, it really is incredible to watch your stuff grow in real time, whether or not you're selling merchandise or honestly just want to watch traffic of people that are coming and going to your website, promote uh, a business or announce something, you know, getting married, having a baby, getting a divorce, getting a divorce, maybe. If you're get doing that, dude, let everybody know. Either way, Squarespace is the best way uh, to blog or publish a website of your choice. I used it for myself. It's extremely easy, and I'm stupid, so you can do it. Uh, go to squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code whiskey to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash whiskey. Free trial, Okay. And then use whiskey as the code, 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. It's worth it. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it. Hey! Once again today, it's Christina P. Hey! I love you too. And I'm I love so you. glad you're here and you're queer. I am. And you're transitioning. Dude, I made a joke on Instagram Live. You want to talk about troublesome. I made a joke on Instagram Live f- three days ago where I read an article that a friend sent me. It said, um, the same week that, that a mom, of it's a uh, husband and wife and they have two kids and the mom says... I'm lesbian now, so I want to get a divorce. 
I want to be with sure. women. Sure. The dad says, this is incredible. I'm trans and I'm going to transition. What? So we can stay together. And oh. they did. No. Swear to God, there was oh an article my, about it. That sounds like a new sitcom. You yes. Right. CBS. <laughs> that would do so well. That would get picked up immediately. Two and a half moms. <laughs> but I literally How was like, after you? he sent that to me, I was like, the world is, be and this is not me being negative about it. I'm not being like, fuck, the I'm just saying the world is getting so sexually interesting that I find that now in the future, straight people are going to be so like yucky, boring. Like you're so boring. Yeah. So I, in my head, I was saying on this Instagram live, I go, I was coming out to my fans as straight. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And honestly, like, I know it's not fun. I know, it, I, like, I'm not going to have you know, a month in, in the Poconos where I blow some guy named Brett and we fall in love on a yacht. Like, But you do like to talk about it. I do. You, yeah, I do. You I joke about it all the time. I yeah. tease it all the time. Yeah. But a couple of fans got like mad at it that they were like, oh, you're mocking the gay community. I was like, no, dude. This no. is me saying I'm, it's boring now to be straight. It's so bland. It's so like, boring. Let me show you boring. this. Hold on. Let me show you this thing I found. Where is this? And by the oh, way, that is, is a real article about a real family where, and now they're still together. Now the the oh, the guy so... transitioned, and now they're still together. So it's like that's amazing. Either that's... he was, either he just didn't want the marriage to end. Like, what if he was? What if he was like, I'm not gonna let this marriage but go. But do you think that's really? Because then that wait, but so it's just anatomy that kept them apart. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I imagine. Because she said she wants to be with women. And he was like, well, I'm going to transition. And he fully did the yep. whole meow and everything. Meow is gone. Yeah. And then they're like, bitch, and you're, you're the ideal now. And then it's perfect. That is wild. <laughs> That's how it is. It's wild. And then the hormones, I guess, make you more of a woman. Or a totally. Yeah. So if my wife wants to leave me, I'm just yeah. going to transition into the man she leaves me for. <laughs> I'm just going to become him. <laughs> who, who is that? Who do you think? Who do I think she would be? leave me for? Honestly? Yeah, yeah. Um, does she does? Do you guys discuss that? Like, yo, you know what's this is funny? Two nights ago, we said, um, because I said, man, I had this crazy sex dream, and I had a sex dream about somebody who I just recently have uh, met online. Like, I'm a fan of this person. I think she's really funny. We don't know each other, and she came into a sex dream of mine, and I was like, whoa, so weird. Because I don't know if I'm attracted to her in the real world. But hold on, you told your wife that you had a sex dream about another woman. Yeah, that's a good marriage. You yeah, well, because she has sex dreams. Yeah, and the reason I did that to her, this is why to answer your question, she has a lot of sex dreams, and it's never me, and she's never like, <laughs> it's never a guy like that's It's never like Mike from from the corner store. Right. She's like, it's I, it's faceless, but it's always a scenario. So she can see <laughs> where they are, but she doesn't know who the man is. Oh, that's kind of neat. But it's not me. It's not you. Definitely not me. <laughs> Did you watch that Social Dilemma movie? Yes. And the most fucked up thing that like actually made me nauseous and we turned it off was the future <laughs> idea of Instagram advertising that literally changes its verbiage to fit you. That, that's that's That scary. makes me nauseous. Like the yeah. idea that they go, like the other day I said to uh, my wife, because the winds were com happened, uh, were coming. I was like, "Oh, dude, it's gonna get windy." I'm sure this tree above our house, it always fucking something cracks. I'm like, ready for it to ruin my house, and I was like, it "Plus, it fucking broke our gutter," and all, that's all I said. It broke our fucking gutter last time. <laughs> I love you. What do you think popped I up? I just like you. What so do you think much. popped up on my phone? Um, like rain gutter, gutter protector, repair. gutter. Pro I'm not kidding. That's scary. And then, and, and that's fine. I get it. I know why it does that. But then my fear is that it goes, Andrew. Remember when the wind broke your gutter last fall? <laughs> That's where I'm going to start losing my shit. Yeah. When it knows you're... Because it's doing it. I know. It's happened. Like, it's what's already. the weirdest ad you've gotten on Instagram or Twitter from... Well, 
talking. So here, oh, from talking. Well, you know how like you, if you mention something or you've searched it once, but like you keep seeing it slowly appear. Have you never had yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got into like wigs. So I had different <laughs> phases of this year of this quarantine. Yeah. Like it starts with baking and then like overeating and then over drinking and then smoking too much pot. Yeah. And then I got into a heavy wig phase. I don't, Ooh. and I don't even wear them like maybe sexually with Tom occasionally. Sure. And uh, yeah. He, just, he and should wear a wig too when who? you guys have sex. Tom should wear a wig. Oh my God. He looks, he would be the ugliest <laughs> woman who bleeds. He would be the ugliest. <laughs> he really I, would. I think he would be the ugliest man if he if he were like man who looks like a woman he was so mad like he's, he's so, such a masculine guy yeah. yeah he has no feminine features whatsoever i would feel so bad for those people who are just so masculine and they right. want to transition so much now he has and nothing like, in him ugh. that i mean he would have to take estrogen right like he'd have to like really juice it up so much estrogen because though. there's nothing in him that's like doesn't he have one piece there's got to be like has, do you have soft feet he's got to have something May, may, no. Okay, yeah, there's one portion of him that's hairless, and it's just like here, like the side of the ribs. <laughs> Everything else is just covered. Is that from you hugging him? No, just not natural. Just natural, no hair here? Yeah. Okay, keep yeah. going. I cut you off. What's the what weird thing? You're, the wigs. The wi- so then wig, the wigs, wig yeah. ads. And like, do you want a pink wig? Do you want, I was like, yo, this is very specific. Totally. So scary. And what if they're like, what if porn gets that way too? And they're like, oh, Andrew's back. Notice last time you were into... <gasps> Horny co-eds. Can I tell you? You're going to hate this. It, it has done that to me. <gasps> no. I swear to God. On, on on Pornhub, you know, they do like you previously watched or something that you like. They do what yeah. Netflix did. They just stole Netflix's algorithm. And they were like, you also enjoy, viewers also liked. They, it put me in this subcategory. <laughs> All these other guys jade their D's. <laughs> <laughs> so much cum has happened on this clip. Andrew. You seem like a blacks on blondes kind of guy. And I'm like, Pornhub, you know me. They do that. Pornhub does start uh-huh. to like feature, but I'm I'm off the I'm not I'm off um no porn for me. I'm Why? not having had porn in two months. What what happened? I was trying to uh, you know put it in her instead of oh. on on my chest. You know what I mean? God. I so I vowed to myself. I said no more porn for two months. <laughs> I'm just gonna get away from it because and? it's it's working. But I mean, like, how does that feel to not to be such a purist about sex? Honestly, it. It's a, it's because I've had porn in my life for, you know, whatever, 20, 30 years or whatever. And so now it feels kind of good, but I miss it. I miss it. <laughs> of course. I'm finding myself porno- pornoizing other things. Mm. Oh, a swimsuit magazine came in the mail and before I threw it away, <laughs> I pornoized the shit out of it. Like as I was thumbing through it. Because like those things, you the junk mail, you're like, it goes right in the recycling. It's like yeah. hey, the, 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 the mail person's like here and you're like, come on, dude, you just put it in the recycling. I know. What's the difference? And... It was a swimsuit ca- catalog or whatever, like on sale because they're going like on buy them on in the winter for the for next season, and <laughs> I'm thumbing through it, and I just started pornoizing the idea of like all these women in there. I was like thinking about little scenarios, you know, what beach she's at, and <laughs> well, that's who's what, the scuba guy that's, that's with her. That's what you had to do in the '90s, right? Or? Yeah, I used to, yeah, Victoria's Secret. I used to steal yeah. Victoria's Secrets and, and jerk off to those. Now I heard Victoria's Secret is no longer right. Is what? it, is it Seriously? ending? They d- why? Because of what happened? I think that they can't keep up with like they. I think they just yeah. didn't change with the times and like, I think they're just obsolete now. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I get that. So- Their shit kind of sucks. Yeah, it Real sounds talk. true to me. It's kind of like it's wh- trash. why do you need it? Well, I mean, it's pretty. But it's not well made. Like my big old tits won't fit into any of their stuff. That's, That's your store. You should open a store called My Big Old Tits. 
I would open a mom lingerie store that's like, I want my panties full flavored cotton, <laughs> high above the baby bump. Yeah, like, way up. That never goes away. Right. Yeah. Way I up. I would. Hi yes, it would be like that. Cotton. Wait a minute. So, so the so. You're always a little fat. Is there an age when yeah. women stop wearing Victoria's Secret or no? Is that not? Yeah, it's called when you become like a woman. When you like, become a woman. Like in your 20s when you're learning to have sex and you have boyfriends in college mm -hmm. and you're like, guys like that. So you'll go and like <laughs> buy all that crap because you're, I think you're learning to be a lady and then you, you get married and you're like, oh, my husband doesn't even notice if I put on. Right. What's the point? Yeah. He really doesn't cuz I'll buy nice nice Tom doesn't now. even like remote it just like goes right through well, him. Well, he's just like, "Okay, cool, take it off." Like he's a dope. I agree though. I am the same way. See? I'm sorry. Well, because and then the trickery if she's like, "You don't like it?" Like, "Don't you like it?" I'm like, "No, I love it." Don't care. But I want to you're I like it when it's naked. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's hard to just be like it's like it's way hotter <laughs> when it's naked. I'm sorry. The I think the hotness of lingerie was probably built exclusively for hookers and mm. affairs. I think hookers mm. and affairs because it's like this is what you don't usually get. Is that what it is? Just the I imagine because like a married couple, how often could you have the right timing enough to get the lingerie ready for the thing when you have lives that exist? That's true because most married, I would yes, I would argue that that's correct. That married people, it's such an artifice that you don't have time for, especially when you have kids. You're like, what? You <laughs> Put on the, okay. Yeah, put it on. To, no, it's just, come on, let's go, let's go. I just feel like I don't, I think that is like this, it's the world that people envision. It's kind of like how everyone thinks like, you know, oh yeah, and, and that, that comes along with like the whatever you want in sex. Like that's my favorite thing about like, oh, you can do anything once you get with someone that, that, you, that you guys commit to each other. It's like, no, no, there's a cutoff for everyone that's like, no, we don't do that. That's not, we're not going to do that. Or I'm not going to like, I don't want that. Or I'm done with that. Do you find that like stuff that you guys <laughs> did when you were first dating, you don't do anymore? No, here's the thing is that we're pretty good about in terms changing of the times. Keep, yeah, yeah, like keep keeping going. things in the repertoire. There's right. things we did as a joke early on that you're like, nobody really really you know like 69 like tom has a bit about that yeah and his act because it's like who really is 69ing every night or like this is my jam 23 like year olds probably are <laughs> like 23 24 like young 20s are probably just because they're still skinny and light enough <laughs> right that's the thing when you're married you're like well we're 20 pounds heavier yeah i can't i don't want you on me <laughs> so heavy it's so i don't even get on top of my now we go side by side we just oh yeah we just snake slither through. That's the walrus. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see those nature documentaries when walruses just, <laughs> yeah. arr, arr, and they kill their offspring to get to the other one. Right, just yeah. to smash next to it. That's what we do. We walrus sideways and just go for it. Yeah, that's what we do. I think, yeah. there, I think there's, yeah, because I think the things that changed was like, we pretended like we, like the role play thing I think is always fun. You can't, that's because you can have endless possibilities, but there's role play things that I now know she hated, but was too nice to say no to. She just went along. Yeah, because she was like, if you like it, I guess it's well, harmless. What's the one she hated the most? I pretended that uh, she was her mother, and it was that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so gnarly. <laughs> Better than her dad, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, no, that that's now. Now that's, that's now. now. That's what we switched to. <laughs> no, the, I think it was like... Um, I think the early role play stuff was like uh, that. I like was was uh, that we are. That's a great joke. You got right. The mom. That down. I know the stuff that we don't That's do really now cool. is mostly like um, 
she hates porno scenarios because she thinks they're cheap. Sure. Like well, they're always yeah. hacky, but like when you're, you kind of do, guys do kind of like them when you're young, especially that you're like, ooh, like we're not supposed to be hooking up. You know, it's like this like naughty thing or whatever, like don't tell anybody. Yeah. That idea, you begin to realize she's like, mm. make it anything else. Make it anything. See, yeah. um, my problem with role playing, and I've yeah. never, I've never done it because I, maybe it's because you're an actor and you're comfortable acting. Yeah, but she's not an actor. She has, she's not even, she doesn't have anything to do with the business. I just, I can't pretend. Yeah. To I can't get into character. Well, do you have you have to, you have to get wardrobe? That's the thing. You have to change into the wardrobe. Oh. Yeah, like I wear like if I'm uh, okay, I'll pretend like I'm a mechanic sometimes. <laughs> I'll come home with uh, with like a wrench in my hand and I'll have grease all over me, you know. And I'll get in there and I'll be like, fix the car. You want me to take off or you want me to stick around? Oh no. <laughs> No, the role playing now has become, or now it's more like, uh, now I guess this is not really role playing, but it's like situation playing. It's like, where can we have sex that we've, that we usually don't, or we never do, you know? You know what was really hot one time? We pulled over at Will Rogers Park on the way home from LAX when she picked me up and we boned in the park and that was awesome. That's a nice park. I take my children there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was like two in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) So I was pushing a stroller. Uh. We're like, we're living our best life. (laughs) So you guys are, you've pulled the goalie. Have yeah, we talking gone. about this? Yeah, the goalie's gone. This yeah. Is like, it's out yeah, there. pulled the goalie. I kind of, I really enjoyed that type of sweet, sweet marital lovemaking. Because don't yeah. you feel like it's fulfilling the prophecy? For sure. Like, this is why. I'm doing what Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, <laughs> wanted me to do. <laughs> right. Like, you grew up Catholic, yeah? Oh my God, dude. Yeah. So doesn't this feel like I'm finally doing it the way I'm supposed to be? Yeah. Like, Well, but also, my grandmother... I grew up with so much church in my in my around me because my mom's one of ten kids and I big Irish Catholic family and it was like kind of always in the back of your head like you felt you felt bad about literally everything everything and my grandmother like loathed the fact that any of the young kids were the grandkids were living with somebody before marriage that was like a huge and she would make you feel bad about it she was like it's just not it's just not something you should be doing. And you're like, what do you, we're, fu- <laughs> we're fucking when we didn't live together. Like, what's the difference? Right. In their mind, a cohabitation is like, you're breaking the rules. Yeah. You're like, but people would fucking just go back to their own apartment. This I is know. just less travel time. I know. What's exactly. I'm saving gas, <laughs> you're Grandma. You're saving money. And yeah. What's the diff? It's like the, it's like pornography. Well, pornography is prostitution with a camera. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, That's, they're, sure. they, they just have this idea that like they were told once and they bought it wholeheartedly. Yeah. It's almost how I feel about politics without getting into that bullshit. But it's like, it's almost like people are told once something and then they're just got, they're like stuck. That's why I don't believe in either party. I fucking loathe Democrats and I hate Republicans. I agree. I, th- I think it's a trash it's idea to associate weird. with one side. I think so too. I don't think, I don't think anything is that cut and dry. I don't what, think. What else in your life is? Nothing. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. You Everything wouldn't do that with anything. Like, You've, if your kid says to you... Except for dogs versus cats, I'm firmly dog. But that's just human. Like, that's human. That's if you're smart. I feel like that's cat. if you're... Yeah. And so many of my fans get mad at me when I say that because I have a dog and they... And I just... <laughs> oh, I'm, if I hit on a divisive issue Not for me. Show? I love dogs. But I always say that. And people are like, you know you have some fans that are cat people. I'm like, okay. Fucking, I just don't like them. 
because they're rude. They walk around like yeah. you owe them money. It's a they're, yeah. It's a it's a diminutive animal. It's not a nice. People go, well, you don't know. <laughs> well, I do know. I do. I've had cats. I, I, yes. They don't love you. No, they, they don't. They don't care about you. The they dogs do. They like that you love them. Yes. Right. That's what a cat is. I like that you love me. You know, but a dog is. I love you. I don't know really anything. Yeah. And. I th- I'm pretty sure you love me, but even if you don't, I still love you anyway. Yes. That's what a dog is. Yeah, and they don't torture you. They don't, well, they can't destroy your property and stuff. But honestly, who gives a fuck? I know, they're The so first cute. time my dog fucked up a chair, I, I'm a weirdo. I'm an OCD, clean, neat freak weirdo. Like my house, I just don't like messy shit. I wish I were like you. Well, it, no, it's, it's a detriment. It's because my dad was just a psycho and he was an army kid. So oh. it's like embedded into us to be like, why are the shoes there? Do they go there? <laughs> I'm like, I guess they don't. Like, I love it. How much, how much rage do you think you have inside of you? An awful that? lot. Yeah. An awful lot. Yeah. And it gets, it comes out once in a great while. Um, and who gets the brunt of it? My wife. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's funny because it, it, it just that militantness of everything. I thought, the, I guess I should say that the, the happiness that I've found is. I've let a lot of stuff go, right? Like when the when the dog ruined a really nice chair, mm. I'd bought her like a really nice chair that she loved mm. and the dog fucked it up. And I just didn't give, I felt like I should have cared. Did you kick the shit out of that fucking dog? Well, yeah. Right it was an expensive chair. It was, <laughs> it was HG Buttercup. Right. It was a My nice chair. My dad would have. Uh, our dads may yeah. have. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's it. Dog's gone. <laughs> it's an outside dog now. <laughs> My dad would go on vacation and leave our dog in the backyard. Yeah, that happened. That was a totally normal thing to do. And no indoor baths. Nope. Hose. Hose. And it drank pool water. Yes. And like, that was it. That's a normal thing. Back in the day, somebody said, (laughs) uh, I don't know who said this to me. Somebody said, what kind of dog did you get? And then we had looked up the DNA. You know, we did like the the, the, the vet. At the vet. They they can test it. And it was like, Cocker Spaniel, da, 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 whatever. And I don't know who said it to me. Maybe it was my dad, but someone was like, wow, remember dogs used to just be dogs. <laughs> yeah. That is true. When I was a kid, nobody was like, no what crossbreed is it? They were like, oh, you got a dog? What is it? And they're like, yeah, it's a dog. Look at the dog we got. They all, it was just a dog. I and I ne- most people had, my wife had outdoor animals. When they grew up in Colorado, <laughs> all the animals, dogs and cats lived outside. Yeah, we had outdoor cats too. Yeah, my dad just, would just open the gate and my dog would walk itself. <laughs> And this is in LA. This is the suburbs. Go. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. No leash. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I don't know. Like maybe that's. It's and, fine. It's fr- it's, well, it's probably frowned on nowadays. But there's got to be people that do it. They just don't talk about it. Of course they. Of course. Well, farm especially, especially in, people that live out in the middle of nowhere. Correct. In yeah. r- rural, rural, rural areas. Yeah. Uh, you betcha that dog is. Well, you're, where were you as a kid? What part of the your San valley? San Fernando right? Valley. So. Canoga Park, Hell Woodland yeah. Hills. Hell yeah. <laughs> Encino, Tarzana, you know what I'm saying? Honestly, the valley had a had this weird connotation as a kid, and now I live in the valley, and I had heard what the valley was, but as a Chicago kid, in my mind, this is what's weird about the perception of California, I thought the valley was like a really, really expensive, I thought it was more expensive than Beverly Hills. Oh, wow. Yeah, because as a kid, when you hear like valley girls, sure. you think that's rich, wealthy, it's been misconstrued, I guess, to through television and film that you're like, oh, she talks like a valley girl. And I'm like, whoa, that must be like where all the celebrities, the famous people live. Right. That's like the Beverly Hills. Yeah, that's interesting because it's the complete opposite. It's where most working class 
There are some celebrities. Yeah. But my dad was a forklift mechanic and we had a pretty middle class normal existence. life existence. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like I, like yeah. when I go through Burbank, I always say to my wife, it gives me this weird I'm I have a very nostalgic, I'm very keen with nostalgia for some reason. It like does something to me. me I don't know too. what it is, but it shocks my insides. And I I was running through Burbank and it reminded me of my childhood in Chicago. I was like, this feels exactly like middle class, working class Chicago. It, it feels exactly the same. Mm. Like very kind of humble homes, nothing huge, nothing too small. But like you can tell that the, the mother and the father both work for sure. And there's one or two kids and people kind of know each other in the neighborhood. And, you know, I just, it just has that vibe to me. And when I learned what the Valley was, as soon as we moved from the other side of the hill, I was like, oh, this feels more like home for some reason. So I love it up here. <laughs> oh, shit. I do. Okay, well then. Like, I love well, here more than I love living in West Hollywood. That's a different demo. Yeah, so every section of LA is just an entirely different different demographic. Yeah. You just have to find your your mm -hmm. tribe, kind of, yeah. and then you're happy. You know, if you're a hipster, you're going to go Silver Lake, Echo Park. Yeah. Right? And I don't, they don't They don't like me over there. No, yeah, you age out. I think at a certain age, you got to leave. You think so? What is the number for Silver Lake? And <sighs> but what if you just open up a burgering uh, yoga business? Then right, what do you do? Right, right. And you're 48. That's West Side. You're, you're That's looking, West Side. You're looking Santa Monica. You're right. looking Palisades, Venice. <laughs> right, right. What if you're... Okay, yeah. here you go. I'll give you a scenario. Sure. Uh, hi, I'm Mandy. Mm -hmm. I've just got divorced. Mm. I found out my husband left me for um, a girl he... A girl who's in his improv class. He's improv uh, 101. Sure. And we're in our mid-40s. Sure. He's having a crisis because he got fired from his job um, as an ad sales rep. And now I have no money, not really a lot of discernible skills. I was working as an admin. Okay. You know. And now I decided I wanted to get into health and nature. Okay. So I'm opening up a health and f a health. Um, clothing and food store. We make smoothies and we sell shirts made of hemp and hope. Great. So where do I go? Okay. Mandy, I have the perfect neighborhood for you. Redondo Beach. Oh. Have you been to Redondo Beach? I have not. So it sounds to me like you've had enough of uh, of LA vibes. Big time. You got, you got to go beach vibes when you're looking holistic. Right. You're doing yoga. You're doing the smoothies. Right. Also for divorcees, Redondo's a hidden gem. Uh, if you go to... <laughs> You're like the greatest real estate agent. Redondo's a hidden gem. You've got to go to their village there. There's this village. Have a little baby village? A little village. And there's um, there's a place right there on the water where all the divorcees get together and they have brunch. I promise you, it's where you're going to find your next husband, Mandy. I can't wait. Yeah, it's all doctors, lawyers, well-to-dos. Well, I, I'm headed Redondo. down there. Redondo. Here's what happens to Mandy, though. Yeah. Takes your advice. Uh -oh. Moves down to Redondo. Okay. Meets a doctor. Great falls in love great he kills her no why <laughs> why because because that's what they do that's what they do doctors are murderers i think you and tom have an extremely dark side mm -hmm. and do you run these murder fantasies by your wife do you watch murder things in front of her a lot she watches way more murder stuff than i do she watch she likes true crime i hate i hate she likes true crime like like many women do and it's i don't know why i, I think it's like because it. why why do you hate it because it can happen see that's why i don't it like can it fucking happen you think like us yeah you do i that i have like a very i don't like that because i know that's real yeah she doesn't like fictionalized murder right she doesn't like fake murder shows or what okay. she she likes if it happened i want to hear all about it and I'd that makes be, me sick i don't want to know any of it none of it 
You, so you'll, you'll never indulge in any of that stuff? Nope. It doesn't ring my bell. Does Tom love it? Loves. I'm talking Creep. every night I fall asleep and it's like the murder documentary, the serial killer, the guy. And that's you? I'll watch it sometimes. It's interesting. It's I don't hate it, but she loves it. But it makes me think. I've said to her a few times, if you do kill me, <laughs> don't do like a hurt. Don't make it hurt. Do you know what I mean? I want to be. She's like, no, I would slowly poison you. That's, and, that's what I would do. And we laugh, but I love that. Yeah. Because I think me, like, if your wife doesn't like you, she would hurt you when she killed you. Because right. it's like payback. Right. But if she just wants you gone, just a little sprinkle of something, something in your coffee. Every day. I would do the arsenic. That's what it is, right. right slowly, but because they can't trace a it. A slow ride. I would rather go out like that. Yeah. Like, I asked Bobby this the other day on our show. Would you rather die in your sleep or die while you're conscious and awake? Oh, sleep. See, he said sleep. You don't want to know what happened? No, I just want to die, fade away. <laughs> Can I tell you the most of them? <laughs> but what if Di you're having like a great night's sleep and then... Oh. Or I'm sorry, what if you're having a nightmare and then you die during your nightmare? Don't then, care. Yeah, but how will you know you're dead? That's what I said to him. Well, you won't know when you're... Will you know when you're dying awake? Yeah. And then you'll get to like say goodbye to people? That's how I feel. I feel like when you die when you're awake, you go... <laughs> I'm dying and then you can see all the shit that you know what I mean uh, I, I don't know if I want to go through that but then okay what if you're dying but mm -hmm. you're somewhere shitty when it happens like let's say you just get hit crossing the street here in the valley and like some smelly paramedic or some smelly person hobo <laughs> picks you up and then that's the last image you see it's not your loving wife or this your man's dog. urine soaked pants yeah. carrying me through the stoplight <laughs> yeah and you're like this is my last moment with just like some stranger i think about that a lot though i do think about what's my where's i've said it out loud i don't want to die here like i've, I've thought that mm. like fuck if i died here this would be the worst like i have this i have this joke that i used to tell about not not wanting to die naked like, I don't want to die, like, while I'm changing or something. I don't want to die where, like, my clothes are off because it gives me, like, a, like you know when people slip in the shower or the tub? That happens all the time. Yeah. Biggest fear. My biggest, like, for the rest of my life, I can't have tubs with, I can't get into showers oh. with high. Because if you Stop. die and you're naked and you're, and the shower's running on your naked dead body and the paramedics walk in, they see your gross little naked penis and your stupid face and my, my you know, your hair is all wet and sideways and. Yeah. And, and you, you release, look so sad. You release your. Your, your bowels. Shit. So like, I guess the shower is a good place for that. If you're gonna poop when you die, shower is nice. It's a great place to die. For the paramedics, it's easier. So does that mean if I die while sleeping next to Tom, he'll smell my shit? That's how I know you died. Fuck. Yeah. That's terrible. It is, and also they should make mattresses ready for that. I feel like there should be a cover. Have <laughs> <laughs> just a shit cover, in case. Just in case. Want, would you want to know if I could tell you the date that you're gonna die? Would you want to yep. know? Yeah. yeah, I don't believe in that whole like wow. when people always say, you know, no, nah, you just, you know, this idea like live every day like it's your last. It's like, well, I don't, I hope it's not. So I, I'd rather somebody <laughs> go March 18th, 2070. That's not a bad run. That's a really good run. Fuck, did I just jinx myself? 50 years from now? Yeah. That's amazing. I'd be 87. That's good. Shit, I just, I don't want to I know. Did I just I don't do that? I don't want to live that long. Either. How long do you? Why do people say that too? My mom jokes around a lot about. How, I, old, how old is she? 14, 15? She's young. <laughs> She's in her 60s. But she always says, she always goes, I don't, you know, how much longer, you know, 
<laughs> but don't you, some days I do feel that way where I'm just like, how much more of this shit can I do? Yeah, like, I guess there, there's times. <laughs> how many more sandwiches? You know? How many more sandwiches am I going to eat? That's what I mean. Like, aside from my children and my husband, who I love and adore and mm. cherish. Children more than husband, yeah, for sure. Yeah, obviously. Right. I don't, there's nothing else I'm going to be like super bummed about, you know, leaving. Yeah. Just my kids. Yeah, my family. And my dog. Okay, there's, it's adding up now. I know. Okay, right. And pizza. No. I <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Oh, I've got a question for you. Yeah. If you could murder somebody and not get caught. Bobby Lee. Really? I, easily. I've said it to his face. I want to kill him. Yeah. No. If I could murder someone and not get caught, who would it be? Well, not who would it be. Would you? Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going down who I would. You're already two steps ahead. Yeah. Oh my God. There's so many people I've come in contact with that I can murder. If I could never get caught for murder. You're so angry. Well, there's people that deserve to go away. There are people that deserve to die. I agree. I don't think there's some people. I mean, would you never do it? If it's someone who's a real POS. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You'd do it and get away with it. Like if someone could, if I could kill Hitler or Stalin. What do those guys do? It's bad stuff. Is it really? It's bad stuff. Hitler is the guy that made BMWs. (laughs) Is that? He was responsible. That's actually true. I know. Isn't that really funny to think like whenever I see, it's funny to think how like popular Mercedes and BMWs are and you're like, but we hate Nazis, but the company that made cars for Nazis we're cool with. Like we're totally okay with it for some reason. It's, it's the upside down now. Yeah. And I, I, I hate sounding like an oldie. Yeah. But I, so I studied philosophy in college and at the very end of my philosophy education, we read postmodern uh, philosophy. Sure. And at the time, in the 90s, they were like, this shit's wild. It's kind of silly. It's fun. It's interesting. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And now that way of thinking is th- is becoming the primary yeah. way of thinking amongst younger people. And it was that's what I was raised as the upside down. Like, that's, that's lunacy. Right. And now lunacy's coming up as the primary way of what well, do you think also because your 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 dad your your dad was born where uh hungary in hungary right H- both my parents hungary look it up bros <laughs> uh, and, and that's the thing too is that people are very they're throwing around communism and i see it on tiktok i'm on tiktok as you know i love to curate i love what i love seeing what you curate from tiktok you. your you. your feed is better than tiktok's feed for me well, it's because I, I carefully groom my algorithm. I pay a lot of attention to what. Well, I it like. says you know how it says for you. Yeah. I I would I think it'd be cool if I could do Christina P's for me. Oh, I'd love that. Like, wouldn't that be cool if they go like? Oh, right, like a playlist. Yes, yeah, like you know how on Spotify you can create playlists and be like, yo, you can listen to this guy's playlist every week. You can download somebody's. That'd be play- so great. I want your for you. You know what I could do. Maybe I could save them in a folder and then have you look or something. Yeah, but I mean, you should. We should reach out to fucking TikTok and be like, they should feature. It's a great idea. They should feature Christina piece for you this week. <laughs> Andrew Santino's for you. Favorite yeah, stuff. mine's the same. Mine's just like a, an old guy getting hurt <laughs> over and over. It's just old guys getting hurt. But but hold on. But let me finish this thought because it's so important for people yes, listening. Yes, yes, yes. Who are who are young who maybe not remember? So you and I grew up. What year are you born? Eighty three. Okay, I'm seventy six. But we grew up with the terror of the Red Scare. The, the, the freak out. The yeah. Fucking... The, the freak out of you're going to, it's coming and you're going to die. You're going to die. The The Soviet Union was mm-hmm. our big enemy. Now they call it Russia. But they were communists and they took over a lot of Europe. They annexed Central and Eastern Europe. Yep. The Iron Curtain. They USSR. Uh-huh. And they forbade the practice of religion, 
freedom of speech. Yep. They took wealth. They took your money. Mm -hmm. They would take wealthy people's homes and move in multiple families. It was it's fucking real. And Crazy. now I hear this shit that youngsters are reading Marx and Lenin, and this is cool. Like bros, it ain't cool. Yeah, it's insane to think that they think that's okay. It's a really weird. Well, here's how I try to balance it. I know my dad, how he reacted to how I listened to hip hop. Right? Like I remember <laughs> specifically. Right. And I remember thinking. He doesn't get it. And when I'm his age, I should be conscious of what I don't get of the youth below me. 100%. So I do. So I am as much as I can. But there's things where I go, this, you just don't know how detrimental this could be, right? Like hip hop wasn't going to. Hip hop wasn't really going to do anything. It wasn't going to hurt well, anybody. Neither was Elvis Presley or the Beatles. Right. But there was hysteria over right. that right. creating a So it's like this balance of trying to say to people younger than me when I do have conversations with family members or people's, you know, younger, younger people who have younger kids that it's like, it's not that older people are always trying to go, you're wrong. It's that they're trying to go, I've seen something similar to this and I'm telling you how this could be bad. Yeah. Regardless of what it is. But for the most part, I'm open Minded, I just don't like the idea of like losing control. I don't like. I don't like the idea of limiting freedoms. That's what I mean. Of sacrificing Ever. freedom, like it's like, oh, just give it all away. That scares the shit out of me. And it seems that that's what what is being advocated. Totally. Now. And that's what's terrifying. I don't give a fuck uh, uh, of what people do if they want to have men having periods. Great. Great. I couldn't care less. Don't care. Okay, it's like the last thing I could. It's, it's so. It's like we talked about. Uh, if you like a restaurant, eat at it. If you don't, um, don't go back. It's like, why well, I don't give a fuck what anybody does with their time. It's not It's not my life. Right. But when it gets to a point when we all are willing to sacrifice the things that that make us who we are, like uh, being able to say whatever you want. Hold on, your restaurant analogy, it, it, we, we didn't say that on mic, but your oh, restaurant yeah, that's analogy right. was, you said, I, there's a Italian restaurant down the street. We ate there. We don't like it. Can't stand it. Just don't go back. Never gone back. But today's rhetoric is, you know, I don't like that restaurant because it is morally reprehensible. <laughs> they are transphobic. Therefore, we're burning it to the Burn ground. Burn it to the ground. Yeah. Versus, you know what? I don't like this restaurant. I don't like what they stand for. I'm not going to go there. Right. I'm going to tell my friends too. This place sucks. There's power in action, but it just depends on what the action is, right? Like, yeah. remember, the gay, remember the couple that wouldn't sell a gay couple a cake, a wedding right, cake? Right, right. And there's this big thing that's like, well, if you start there, um, what's the difference of that place saying we don't do, sell it for black people? Or, you know what I mean? It's like saying this idea that you have the right to refuse service, but if you're refusing because of something like sexuality or like race, then you're getting into this. I, I understand that. But it's a war you almost can't win with ignorant people. So instead, you have to just fight them with like intelligence and a clever approach like it, then it should be the, the goal of a community or a people or society to go, we're going to open up so many pro-gay cake places. Right. And they're going to fucking crush that business right. and it's going to bury them. Because saying you're going to shut that business down and like protesting it, I understand why that feels good. But like you almost have to be just smart. You just have to be smarter. Well, I think the danger of this business doesn't uh, uphold the values that I hold Therefore, they should disappear. So that's right. dangerous because oh, now yeah. you go, well, then who decides what the moral values of the system are? Yeah, who's the one that who's, says that? Who's this morality? Right. And they can decide that uh, that if you give them that much power, 
it's an infinite regress of, well, today, anybody, you know what? I don't like the fucking color of your hair. Oh, me neither. Mm. Anybody who says ill things of, of whatever, hair color people. Those you're people you're are out. Gone. Yeah. And that's what happened in communism. Yeah. That's what happened. So it's very, very, very I mean, didn't we learn anything from... Uh, from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Didn't we learn anything about the man behind the curtain was just a little scared, sad man, right? I know. This powerful puppeteer of people's emotions and their futures, and then you realize that it's just a sad little scared man just like everybody else. I think the mistake that I have found as I've gotten older is we're everyone's just a big kid pretending to be an adult. Yes. We all th- we like this idea of like growing up doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't. No. When it's it's kind of I think we're I think all more kids. responsibility. You yes. Get more and more. Yes. Like, but oh you also God. pretend to be. I think we all want to pretend to be adults. Like you. I think we all think we know, but we're all kind of just trying to figure it out. And then we'll get old enough in your seventies and eighties, and you'll go, "I figured it out, but it's too. I'm over. It's, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> That's what I think. It's over. Oh, my, like my grandmother's ninety. Yeah. And she's been scared because of the pandy. Yeah, the pandy. I like pandy, that. baby. Tom Papa calls it the quar oh yeah that the sounds like a papa thing we say pandy quar. over here we say pandy. I like the me pandy. and bobby call it pandy well because it's cute it's like oh the pandy what happened during the pandy but uh, my grandmother was scared um not because of getting sick she was scared of losing freedom it was wild mm. you know like her pers- her perspective was very interesting like because i was like oh no no you're afraid of you know, like people around you and stuff like that. And like, it's scary, right? Because she lives at home. She doesn't live in a home or anything. She lives in her house. And she's like, no, honey, it's about not being able to live anymore. And I was like, oh, that's what a crazy perspective she has, you know, because she's lived through. She's seen it. She's seen all of it. She's seen the cycles of history. And now we're just going back into a conservative era again where we're going to regulate people's language we're going to regulate ideas right we're going to regulate how you're thinking you're not thinking the way we want you to we're going to cancel you you're isn't out. that weird to think though that that's like a more conservative approach but it's ironically led by a liberal Is agenda it, isn't that and it's and here's the thing i think a lot of it does have good intention sure there's so many good intentions yeah and wokeism it's good the intent is good however how do you execute these ideas let's be really cautious right well i said this to brian moses called me today we were talking on the phone um and he was uh he was black he's still black he was black then and um i only only allowed one identify well no he's full black Okay. And I only take one phone call from one black guy a day because that's my limit. I can't do more than one. <laughs> but, he, but we were talking about, he was complaining about a show that he's working on right now and like the notes that are being given and whatever. And I said, you know what would be great to come from Hollywood pretending like they really want to involve more uh, more non-white people? Because they say they do. And I'm like, oh, if you really do, fire all these billionaire white guys who run studios who've had jobs forever that make millions of dollars like i see all these guys i know these guys and they go from one place to one place to one place and you're like okay if you really do care don't just give black people shows then fire the guys fire all these guys that are making nine million a year they get to jump around i just i think it's just uh, we know it's phony we know tampax doesn't really mean it doesn't care so it's like don't i'd rather you not lie i'd rather tampax go hey we don't really care about supporting any of these things we're trying to sell tampons. You want to buy tampons? We make good ones. I know. I would go. I would respect I, it. I would I, go. All right. I resent it. So I go to like a little coffee, independent coffee place near yeah. my, 
And I'm pro uh, Black Lives Matter. I agree yeah. with it. I think it's fine. Yeah. However, why does my coffee company that I go to have to announce that it, in fact, is like, I don't want to know the politics of this coffee yeah. place. Right. And just tell me that you will give coffee to everybody. Right. <laughs> Care. It should and be a sign that says, we serve coffee to people. Right. Right. Don't fucking care. In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. Fellas, listen up. Whiskey. Erectile dysfunction is embarrassing for some people, but guess what? It doesn't have to be anymore. Get over it, right? It's the 21st century. We got science. We got medication. We can fix all those problems. And you're like, I don't want to leave my house and go to a doctor's office with other guys that can't get it up. Big deal, dude. So there's less fuel in the tank. The rocket's not firing like it used to. The sergeant doesn't stand up as early in the morning as he used to, okay? You can take care of it with Roman. Roman is incredible. They give you a free online evaluation and care for the ED, all right? From the comfort and privacy of your house. You don't got to leave. That's the best part. The healthcare professional, a professional, will work with you online to find your best treatment plan. If they think medication is necessary, Roman's going to ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. It's straightforward. It's simple. It's discreet. Go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey. Complete an online visit, all right? They'll tell you what to do. It's very, very easy. You don't have to feel bad anymore. You don't have to feel uncomfortable and uneasy about it, all right? Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to talk about. It's not that big of a deal. Roman is fixing all of these problems. Trust. Trust science and doctors, okay? Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey to get 15 bucks off your first order of ED treatment, a free online visit, and free two-day shipping. Come on, let's get roman.com slash whiskey for 15 bucks off your first order of ED treatment. Get roman.com slash whiskey. Mirror, mirror on the wall. What's the best way to trim your balls? Manscaped, of course. Manscaped, I've been plugging. I love this stuff. I always talk about it to you guys. It's very simple. It's very easy. If you don't want to nick your nuts, you use the Manscaped lawnmower. Correct? Correct. Now, they got even better products out. It's pretty incredible, man. The ear, hair, and nose hair trimmer is phenomenal it is the performance package combines all sorts of great products for you and this is now included uh the weed whacker the ear nose and hair trimmer it's waterproof uses 9000 rpm vroom vroom dual blade system it's not going to pull on your nose or ear hair everybody thinks nose and ear hair is disgusting it's gross it's weird you don't want to look like that creepy old guy at the bus stop eating saltine crackers who has a nose hair that connects to his mustache come on dude take care of it the bundle includes a lawnmower, uh, which I love. That 3.0 It's the best trimmer I've ever used in my entire life to clean up the basement. They also got the Crop Reviver. They got the Crop Reserver and the Ball Deodorant. Make you smell nice. And they got that Shed Travel Bag, which I use. Some people call it a DOP kit. I don't. I say the Shred Shed Travel Bag. It sounds better than DOP kit. Uh, you're also going to re receive a replacement blade every three months to keep your weed whacking and lawn mowing clean and enjoyable. Look, dude. If uh, you really want to clean up your entire body and look nice and smooth and sexy, you got to get Manscaped. Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code what? Whiskey at manscaped.com. Uh, they're making men's bodies sexy again, finally. So go over to manscaped.com, use that promo code whiskey, and you're going to get 20% off and free shipping. Send it to your house for free. Manscaped.com, promo code whiskey, 20% off. Get your life together and clean up your body. Ginger. I like gingers. But that's the thing is that identity politics says you have to give a shit about my identity. So that, I think that's the issue is like, because that's a, that's a Gen Xer way of thinking. Right. Of like, we don't give a fuck what you're doing. Just, yes, okay, come on. But I think now it's, you must acknowledge that I'm 
I'm um, non-binary. I am. I identify as blah blah blah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. But that's what we're but thinking. It, I'm it, trying it, to understand what the young this, people are because, thinking. And I believe it's this. I, the root yeah. cause is, is is because the for the first time in history, the good thing about social media is that you can be recognized and you can feel the the positive things would be yeah. you can feel recognition and respect or love or adoration or even just good vibes. Someone's like, cool shirt. I love your shirt, Christina. Yeah. So there's yeah. something positive. And then the negative is everyone wants and needs and cherishes validation. I mean, everybody. Everybody. So we all we all do. And now it's so inclusive. It used to just be actors are so self-indulgent, you know, like Hollywood entertainment people. But yeah. it's like my aunt is on Instagram and yeah. she wants likes too. So she's the same. And so it's transitioned now to the youth going, I need recognition and I want you to know I exist. Because if you were super comfortable with yourself and didn't really give a shit if other people knew, you would mm. just you would just require equality, right? That's it. So if I was born a man, but now I'm a woman and I want to be called a certain thing, my pronouns are different, okay, that can exist. It just exists in, you, in my personal vacuum. But the moment that I start going online and going, you have to know this about me, it's because we all really need validation. If yes. we were treated equally, you wouldn't need it. Now, granted... I'm not saying every there is equality across the board for anybody. I don't think that everyone's treated equally. No. But I do think that the moment we start seeking this ultimate validation from society, it gets in this weird, sketchy place of like, well, you didn't call them by this thing that they liked. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like, no, you're not sorry. Right. No, you're not sorry. You fucked up. And it's like, no, no, no. I, I don't. I, I didn't do that out of malice. You're I transphobic. Just, well, no. Yeah, no. I just, I didn't. I no, didn't know. You hate trans people <laughs> right, right because you did not acknowledge so that then person's. they label you a bad person and you're like no and now I'm, you're immoral go, then you're canceled you're in the trash go away right go away not even uh hey i know did you know that this person or let's let's have a dialogue what's right. going on here yeah, I'd love we to can see. fix this yeah this is essentially like i bought a house and it has a few issues but it, instead of being like i should hire a plumber they're like fucking knock it to the ground burn, burn this fucking house <laughs> and i think there's so much currency in being victimized on social media totally there's this great uh david rubin calls it the oppression olympics where the oppression olympics i love oh, this phrase good. because it's so true like we can one-up each other on our um victim of uh, so funny i was talking to someone and they go whenever i hear somebody say the phrase as a before they start talking, I, I feel my eye roll coming. Right. You know, you know, as a as a Hungarian American right. cisgendered white woman, Andrew, I don't see representation of myself <laughs> on it's like, well, you may never. Yeah. You my, may not. You gotta you gotta find a way to move on. Right. It might not got happen. It. You gotta move also, on. Also, do we value those things as much as we pretend to? That's my No, my, we don't. Yeah, that's my interest. We how, don't. Like because maybe we should be getting back to more about Tampax doesn't. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't give a rip. No. About trans men. They don't. No, they don't care. care. They care about how many tampons can I sell? Of course. Even in Sephora, I was in Sephora and there was a mod, like a, the poster. Sephora is a cosmetics company. I right? know what it is. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know people. You're I dude. shop there. Okay. <laughs> I shop at Sephora. I went to a two story <laughs> Sephora in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with my wife. Two story. And, yeah, two story. And I liked it. <laughs> I actually really but, liked it because she gave me a um. A, they gave me a quick facial, a oh, mini I facial. I love it. But you know what? Can I not? To, we'll sure. get back to your story. No, 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 no. Go. But you know yeah, what she said? You know what the woman said? Yes. She goes, "Would you mind if I gave you a, a facial?" And I said, "Oh no, I'm not interested. I'm, a, I'm just, I'm." She's looking. She's shopping fast. Uh -uh. And then she goes, 
it'd be nice if you got one. You, you could, you could, I could give you one. You could use one. Did she just skin shame you? Yeah, she did. I got skin shamed at Sephora. Let's cancel Sephora. And, and do I bask skin? Yeah, but I don't need you, Kelly, to tell me that in Toronto, two-story Sephora. Do you think it's because you're a cisgendered white male with red hair? That's what I think it is. Do you think it's that? As a cisgendered straight white male with red hair, can I tell you? I don't feel I'm represented on television enough. I don't think you are. Yeah, literally don't not. Think you Genuinely are. not. Literally I joked not. about it on this show. How many? I go of all the scripts I've read, being in Hollywood, <laughs> never once does it say. And the hot redheaded guy walked in the, <laughs> the sexy redheaded man just bust into the room and all the women swooned. Yeah. No, it's always the redheaded guy picks his pimples and they flick booger and they kick him in the face. Far. My representation of a redheaded film was um, a Christmas story. Farkas, remember the bully that. That the kid ended up punching finally. Yes, yes. Farkas. That's true. You guys are menaces. Yeah, we're You're Dennis the Menace. Dennis the was he was a blonde. I think he was a redhead. Was it Dennis? Oh yeah, maybe he was blonde. I don't know. I think Let's go was... strawberry blonde and we'll break it. We'll, we'll, call sure, it sure. we'll call sure, it. We'll call it. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Problem Child. Remember that movie? That's right. That wow, your a... representation's very negative. We're, we're either little brats or we're ugly nerds. <laughs> we're little assholes or we're ugly nerds. Okay, hold on. I have one counter. Some kind of wonderful. The, the lead, sexy, yeah. sexy guy. I know, but where is he? Okay, where is he? Well, he's older now. He can't what play. else did he do, though? I'm sure he did a lot of 80s. Wasn't movies. a movie star, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, didn't get to the... Like, the only movie stars that were redheads were women. Molly Ringwald. That's true. Lucille Ball. That's and true. nowadays, there's a million of them. Like, um, uh, What's that bitch that plays... Uh, she did the card movie. Yeah, man. You know, there's these Jessica girls... Cha- Chastain, Jessica Chastain. Big tits. Yeah, I know. Big, I think they're big naturals because they look You think natch. those are natty natties? You really do? Yeah, she's very thin, but her her honkers are. Um, they are heavy. I'm like, wow. Do you have now? Do you look down on girls who have small breasts because you're a biggin? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever? Do you what? ever see girls with small breasts and you go, look at that? That uh, I call them. Uh, Tom and I call them hungry tits. Yeah, you no, know, those tits look hungry. <laughs> they need to eat some more. Do you see I, that? You see girls with small boobs and you go, bitch. No, I I'm jealous. Really? I, I wish I had littles. Ugh, I mean, I've had tits since I was fifth grade, you know, so I would just But it was cool to... then, right? No, I had to hide them and then, no, because here's the thing. If you had big tits back in like sixth grade, you're called a slut. Yeah, they ought to, I know. Right? And it's like, know. even if you weren't active sexually, people assume you're a whore. Why? What is that? Big tits. Because they just assume that you got to give those tits to somebody. <laughs> you can't be walking around with Someone's those tits. Someone's them. sucking those tits. Yeah, we had a girl that was called a slut, and you know what was so Same. fucked up? She wasn't, and no. And years later, she admitted the how much it fucked her up, and I was like, "That's so weird," because I had a massive crush on her. Of course, she had those big old titties. Well, I was so sweet to her, but she people would call her a slut, and I thought that, and I was weird. When people would say that, I'd be like, Wait, "No, who's she? Who's she dating?" Hold on, my Sephora story. Oh yeah, I don't want to get side. And we got to get back to your tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> So I'm in Sephora and it's a poster and it's um, so now they have this thing of like non-traditional models are supposed to be attractive. Okay. And like, okay, I guess. Sure. So there's a model and she's not traditionally attractive. She looks like normal people. Not even that. She's super. She's super, ugly. Super heavy and. Oh, she's thick. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought you meant she's not good looking at all. She's not really. Oh, the face isn't good either. Not really. I mean, I look. I'm raised on like. 
when models are just better looking than you. Yeah, they're like better than us. So much better than us. Yeah. They've gen- always been. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's their gift in life. Like, don't mm-hmm. take that from somebody. Yeah. If you're born and you're 5'11 and you weigh 90 pounds as a woman and you're gorgeous, like, that's your gift, dude. You're better than us and you deserve to be praised. Yes. <laughs> I kind of... I'm, I've... <laughs> Just like athleticism, if you're athletic. We want to watch you be good at it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're the best. So they have a non-traditional model, and then it's like X, E, Z, G, Zims, or respect all the pronouns. Oh, right, the pronouns, yeah. And then all the identities and the things, and I'm just like... So the thing is, if I don't like that model, and I say, like, I don't find this attractive, I'm now... Trans- transphobic phobic. i might be racist fat phobic fo- or fat, weight fat. fat phobic or whatever it's called now yeah right. you're all of it just because i'm like i don't know aesthetically it's not for me yeah you're not allowed I'm to i'm not attracted to that image and then i get well like like what things. like this this always puzzles me of like uh <laughs> like the idea that because you are a minority group of any kind any kind right like if you're not just trans but like let's say you're just like gay like and i've said this to plenty of my gay friends just because you're gay doesn't mean you can't be an asshole. Like I can be like, you're a fucking <laughs> asshole, and you can't. And someone can't go, oh, were you homophobic? Right. No, those guys. Some pe- people can still be assholes. Right. Just because he fucks assholes doesn't mean he can't be an asshole. That needs to be a shirt. Just, just because, because you he- fuck assholes doesn't mean he can't be. A- like you can also be a mean person. Just be, but just because you're, you can't use your minority status to transform me into the bad guy if you're a bad person you can't go like oh you don't like that guy because he's gay it's like that's nothing to do with it he could just be a fucking jerk right and i also think there's something more equalizing about not having to define everything down pathologically and just being like why don't we just is that a person like yeah. your friend like isn't it really important is it so important that he's gay or right because then you, you don't that's right you take away the ability from just to be an asshole and just right. be a person because then it becomes like oh you don't like him because he's gay it's like i didn't yeah. like him because he said that fucked up mean thing to yeah, me yeah but you're not even allowed to be like yeah, right like i really used to have good. a joke about that why do we why do we preface we preface sexuality today like a guy said this at a party he said um blake's coming over and the guy said i don't know him and he goes he's gay and i was like what if what is <laughs> why does that even fucking matter it's such a weird thing to like throw it in. <laughs> but it does today. There, It's identity politics. Politics, yeah. Like you have to be like, I identify. You know what Tom and I always talk about is like when people insist on coming out as like I'm bisexual or I'm into S&M and to like come out to their parents. About at, it? Oh, about, right. Like in Thanksgiving, like you <laughs> you have to come out to your 70-year-old mom <laughs> You. Just let her have the lie yeah, for a couple like, more years. Yeah. She's gonna get out of here soon. She, it's like you don't really like her. She doesn't like you anyway. Yeah. This isn't gonna be the thing that bonds you. Like, yeah, do you I think that's really interesting. Think she's gonna get it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm into S and M, and I love dressing up as a dog or whatever. Like, right. you have to, you have to unburden her with that shit. Right. You know? Because it, it's this I weird. Can- like I need to, I need to have you know the real me. But also, it's like. She's so old and ignorant. <laughs> it's never going to click. Well, it's not just you. It's that what makes your dick hard. Yeah. She needs yeah. to know, know what makes your dick hard. Yeah. It's like, does she really need to know what you bust nuts to? Imagine if she, imagine if her, uh, imagine if her mom, the mom is like, well, I'm just happy to know what makes your dick hard. Like I'm just past the piece, uh, Chad. I'm <laughs> right, just what? proud to know what makes your pee pee hard, son. <laughs> right. What parent?
here? And it's like, oh, I'm so glad you told me. Yeah, like coming out as gay, I get it. Like, <laughs> I, my, dad, I'm gay. But when yeah. you get into like... What's your life? When you get into like, hey, I'm into... Uh, <laughs> I'm into dressing up like a horse and getting beaten, spit on, and pissed on by my buds. It's like, oh. By my buds? Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, we know you're gay. He's like, no, 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 you don't get it. It's not just that I'm gay. I like to be choked out by a gang of guys who are wearing leather stuff. <laughs> and I want to lose my breath for 10 to 15 seconds right, at a time. Right. Yeah, when I masturbate, I do breath play. But that's a big deal to come out to your parents now about your sexual proclivity or your sexual yeah. specifics. Like seriously, and I feel as that's like nobody's business. Truly, yeah. Keep well, truly. Also, truly. aren't most of us kind of private about that shit anyway? Aren't aren't you a little ashamed of some of your stuff? <laughs> all of it. Yeah, all of it. Like me too. I. But I think, too, we grew up with more of a shame culture. And I think that... That's true. There's no shame now. But I no. think shame in small doses is A-OK. -okay. Yeah, we Just need, a, little we need bit. a little bit Just of shame. Just a little bit. Yeah, like, a, like Sebastian's <laughs> whole thing about being embarrassed. No one embarrassed? Gets, nobody gets embarrassed anymore is a real thing, though. No one has embarrassment. <laughs> You're allowed to like be out front of the street being like, oh, what's up? Hey, it's me. Like That's totally normal. There's no embarrassment whatsoever. <laughs> that is so crazy. It's still crazy to me that this is like that that's it's normal norm. totally normalized it's, I, it's totally not only is it okay it's promoted yeah selfie is a cool thing to do it's so crazy into i mean when we we're growing up that's the ant ant antithetical Ant antithesis antithesis of cool yeah it, it's like a totally you're alone you fucking loser <laughs> it's a picture of just you you fucking loser <laughs> like you're so, so maybe that's good now that people are like hey what's up bitch you know, I don't know. It's becoming a, but that's what I'm talked about before. It's like, it's the self-indulgent thing is very strange because it's validation toes this very thin line of like su supreme insecurity and, and mental breakdowns. <laughs> and then, oh. oh yeah. And also feeling like you belong. That's the hard thing is like some people use it to like go, oh, I belong to a group and it feels good. It does. I imagine that's a fun thing to have in a youthful group of like, we're in this. <laughs> a youthful. Well, I'm not, I don't do it. I don't have it. I don't know. But I imagine the Instagram clicks that people have when they're in high school are a thing. Right? And ours were like bowl cuts and who skated. Yeah. And who was like, those are the druggies. And those are, I don't, yeah. so I don't know what that feels like, but I do know that it looks sad. It looks so fucking sad. Yeah, it looks sad. It, like, it bums me out. It does feel sad. I agree that it, validation is so important like look we're comedians yeah is there any needier group no of humans on the planet like, yeah but obviously. we've never denied it that's that's the uh that's that's the truth comedians are always like oh we're self-indulged selfish <laughs> um sad usually like broken weird people depressed yeah anxious. who need you guys to be like this guy's fun she's yeah. hilarious like yeah. i just love her yeah but we our whole job is that we're trying to make a living doing that when other people do it as their side gig, I'm like, what are you doing? Right. Get out of this. This is sad. <laughs> that's maybe that's what it is. Because when I see it in like in other people yeah. that aren't in show business, I go like, why are you, you don't have to do that. Like you probably have good parents or like. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't you have a family? Like um, my favorite is, uh, gosh, who had this joke? Was it Esther Pavitsky in her special? She's like. Oh, you don't need to post a picture of yourself for me to know you're mentally ill. The paragraph you wrote. <laughs> That's so true. And it's so true because whenever yeah. I see celebrities and then they ha they download their really 
dark feelings and yeah. i'm like oh i don't know if this is the right place for that like I, my heart goes like oh gosh i see you're hurting i'm not sure this is the right and it's almost like format. what did you watch the paris hilton documentary i want to no i and watched it <sighs> hard it, to hard to sympathize for yeah her. it's just it's difficult because you're like it's hard it's hard for me to Can I actually use this glass 100 percent. okay yeah they're they've never been cleaned um never been cleaner sorry never been cleaner <laughs> no they're great of course you can i they're washed and desanitized desensitized mm -hmm, no they're all, everything's been san san sanitized after post-cove for so me you had hiv yeah since i had the i had the Where, can i talk about that with you after t t tell me about paris because we just got on the topic no it's just paris it's hard for you to feel bad for someone whose goal was to make a hundred million like she says that in a documentary she's like once you make 50 it's like you want to make a hundred <laughs> <laughs> I love your girl voice. Will you always do that? Yeah. Can I tell you something to so yeah. before you go into this? Uh -huh. I love watching you act. I loved you Thank on you. the Showtime show. Oh, yeah. I'm dying up here. Yeah. You're so talented. And Thank you. And you're so brilliant. And you're just... Anyway, I love your Paris. Do your Paris Hilton Thanks. Well, that's my, that's my Paris. Is, uh, Please take that on stage. Yeah. I want to make 50 million. Oh, my God. And then it was like 100. But she had oh. talked about like... They try to humanize her so much to be like, this is a character. And, and it is. You can tell she obviously hyperbolized who she really was. But there is a point when like, what is the character and who is the person anymore, right? When mm. you've lived it so long, she says she isn't. She's more of a tomboy. She's got a deeper voice in real life. And we've seen that. I've seen that side of her too. But this is an interesting thing. And I'm not trying to make a weird parallel and make people feel bad. But like a lot of us live characters. Right. Well, when is it you and when is it not you? Do you know what I mean? Are you like asking me that? No. Oh. No, I'm saying we have friends in our business that live characters. And you're yeah. like, you know, like Bert. Bert is a hyperbolization of who Bert really is. But also like Bert mm. has kind of, he is that guy. He's that guy. But also deep down, Bert's a real person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who kisses his kids goodnight. That's just like, that's the thing that's interesting to me about Paris was like, yeah, I know this isn't always who you are, but once you do it so much, isn't it kind of who you are? It's rooted in who you are, right? Right. Like, like comedy persona, right? I would argue, is you times 10. Totally. So there's a root in there that's like, these are my fucked up thoughts, and you just get better and better at going, oh yeah, that's a really good fucked up thought, I should share that. But Instead also it begins it, to be go, who you are too, right? Doesn't yeah. also, some, that's the fear is like, what is the, like I know Theo well. And I, I've known Theo for long enough, like you've known him for years. And it's like, Theo has this very eclectic, eccentric character. And he is also very eclectic as a human being. But I think also he toes this line of like, he's become performance just as much as become who he really is. You know what? I don't really know him that well. I mean, I know. I mean, I've, I guess I know him. I, you've just known him like timeline longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. but I knew him. I've known him well as a good friend, you know, in the past decade of our That's lives it's it just he a lot of guys do that a lot of people do that in entertainment is my point right. is like you become you the, become kind of you know yeah it's like david Duchovny didn't do um that show because he wasn't a sex addict right, right. Do you know what i mean like right well that's when the, in, in casting i always find that i mean unless you're one of those rare actors there's like three of them who can truly be the chameleon truly transform yeah. they're hiring you yeah they're you because you can kind of, you get in there and you're like, I can make that work. Yeah. Like you played a dick comedian. I'm a dick. 
comedian. <laughs> you're not a dick. You're one of the sweetest, loveliest No, but people. I have the, but I, that. But that side get of you, you access and you were able to be like, motherfucker, you know. Right. It's real. It's almost. It's your attitude. Yes. Yeah. There's, I've always said that. I think, I think most actors aren't that good at acting. I think nine, myself, I am including myself. I think 95% of actors are not that good at acting. They're good at accessing feelings and emotions and showing you them um, in a world that's created, which someone goes, that is acting. No, real acting to me would be like Daniel Day-Lewis or the people that can literally change shape. Yeah. That's when I'm like, that's a fucking actor. That's insane. That's really, really rare. But accessing emotion and displaying it on a show or a film I just don't think it's that special. I think it's more special when someone can fucking like mind fuck a character and you're like, whoa, I didn't even know that was them. Christian and it feels- Bale. Christian Bale. I would say Christian Bale's one 100%. of those rare like, oh, wow. It's a he chameleon. Truly is that caliber. Totally. Otherwise, it's just, it's your lens. It's your personality. And it's like, you it's said like, emoting your Your accent, like Tom Cruise is not a good actor. But he's great at what he does. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. But he's phenomenal at being yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. But that's why when someone goes, you can't separate me from the actor, it's like when it comes to television and film, yeah. it's hard for America because that's who you are to them. Yeah. Well, Jack Nicholson, right? They hire Jack Nicholson to, to do that. Well, whatever, <laughs> fucking that thing, that, that's him, right? You, you know yeah. the casting. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, know why. And it makes perfect sense why. Yeah. Like how many De Niro movies has he done where he's not a tough guy? Right. Yeah. He's another guy that's like, well, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. My- no, that's a De Niro. That's De well, well, <laughs> that's a good De Niro. I just think that the, I think that it's weird in our world of like, so that's the Paris thing is like, so, yeah. how do you, I, I just, I guess I highly recommend people watching it, but to keep in mind that it's like, not everything you see is who they really are. However, it's a job of the performer to check themselves, to stay. That's when people don't get humble. That's when Charlie Sheen becomes Tiger Blood because he believes in the fucking chaos. Right. That's not probably who he really is at all, but it was like drugs and money and power and, and fame. Men- mental illness. Too. And yeah, he's lost. Yeah. But all that breaking comes from buying into your bullshit. Well, and having people around you who reinforce your bullshit. Totally. And not having people in your camp go like, that's not a good idea, Tiger or, Blood. Or, or how about that? How about you're acting insane. Nobody yeah. goes, dude, you're acting so dumb. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, they're like, dude, <sighs> fucking, if that's what he wants to do, <laughs> he wants to do it. So we're going to let him because I get paid 80 grand a year to be near him. You know, like that's a, that's what, I, so that's what Paris, yeah. I think, embodied was like, how do I show you who I really am when all you want is this thing anyway? So it's like, well, dude, that's a sacrifice. Well, that's a sacrifice and, and, the intent. Now, let's not forget when she became very, very famous. The whole thing was, I'm hotter than you. Yeah. I'm skinnier. I'm, I'm, I'm an heiress, and that's I don't hot. give a shit. Like, remember that horrible show she did with? Um, the oh, DJ, that's on there. Yeah, the the farm or the the DJ Simple Life. The Simple yeah, Life. Yeah, with Nicole. Who I think Nicole Richie seems very funny. Actually. Yeah, she seems dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the two of them, the whole premise was we're cunts, mm-hmm. and we're going to be cunts to working normal people. We're going to pretend to be stupid Hollywood idiots to hardworking Americans. Yeah. So, and, and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, we love it. But <laughs> but to now try and, and sh- I think what she's doing, which is another brilliant move, is to go, oh, that doesn't work in today's climate. Right. Uh, being a victim works. So let's talk about, oh, I'm actually really humble and I had this bad thing happen. And see how sympathetic you are now? Right. It's like, well, that's just another manipulation. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> to try to gain feel- more 
love and attention and yes. adoration and that's what that's really what it is so if you don't have someone in your life to check you down in entertainment i think that's when people get truly lost yeah. it's like when you meet rich people in our business or you go to their house and you're like oh my god you bought all this dumb stuff <laughs> <laughs> you know you go to someone's house and you're like this is such a bunch of sad shit that you'd never need <laughs> and you bought all this sad shit because they gave you all the money and then you were lost and then you just were like I don't really have anything and this is kind of, you know I'm just like living this phony life it's, so it's nice to have somebody like I'm sure you and Tom do it to each other like my old bag will genuinely check me <laughs> well when I get into something that's like I really want this or I'm into this thing and she'll go that's so annoying why are, <laughs> like that's not who you are like and it'll make me go oh yeah I'm not that guy what am I mean I'm not yeah. that guy I don't want that stuff I don't like that shit I don't I don't want to try to be this thing or do this stuff so I'm learning how to do that a lot because it's like you don't want to get it, it's scary as you get more along in a business when it's easy to have fun and love it and enjoy it but then also you're like I don't want to lose me at all yeah I think I know what you're talking about because I think when Tom and I first had some success and yeah. like it's fun in the beginning because you're like I can just buy that like I'm gonna buy this crazy hat or yeah. I'm gonna buy these shoes and then Gosh, Marianne Williamson said it. She's like the spiritual guru or whatever. I don't know her. She's, she's pretty great. She talks, she said, the problem is not when you can't buy one of them. The problem comes when you can buy all of them. The wow. problem spiritually becomes when you can buy all totally. of them. Totally. That's a brilliant thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, because it, it gets to a point where you're like, well, how many shoes can you have? And how many handbags mean anything anymore? And like, I mean, I, I started to, um, I was starting to shop compulsively when the, the pan happened the pandy, pandy pandy the pandy yeah and um and i you know when you do that and like there's a delay on some of the deliveries and then you have like a memory fog and yep. you're like oh god this is getting bad like this isn't even bringing me joy anymore like what the fuck it's just I an activity to do yeah yeah it doesn't relieve the anxiety it creates. right but that being said Ugh. stuff is fun stuff is fun yeah yeah <laughs> but i don't want to poo poo stuff yeah. Because I think one of the most obnoxious things ever is when you have celebrities like Jim Carrey come on. Have you seen this horse shit? The minimalist he's, thing and all that. Yeah. I mean, he's so funny and he's so talented. Yeah, and I love the guy. He's a genius and yeah. I grew up with But nothing makes me want to vomit more when a multimillionaire is like, you know what? You don't need it. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Tell that to um, everybody who can't pay their bills right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't that's, say that. I, I have a big gripe about that stuff, about this whole like... Uh, Jim was my boss and I'm dying up here and we had dinner. Oh yeah. yeah. Oopsie. No, no, no. I don't know, okay. but it's true. I don't like that either. I think that's a silly way to think. He'll never see this. And <laughs> well, cause money's great and money's valuable. Yeah, but, it, but it's also, it's very diminutive to say like, you don't need these things. And it's oh like, well, God. you don't know how people fucking live, dude. Like, what do you mean? Like you, 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 not to say that you don't know what it's like to not have money. Cause he does. He grew up very poor, but it's like your experience now doesn't match what other people are living through. There's a guy and a girl out there, a husband and wife who have fucking two jobs a piece and they can't even afford fucking nanny care for their kids. So the oldest kid has to raise the younger kids and this is their life. Yeah. And to tell them they don't need stuff, you're just like, dude, you're an idiot. You can't say that people do need things yeah. because it helps them live their version of life. And plus you have the arrogance of having gone through it all. Like yeah. they always say that in hindsight. Like well, totally. I've, I've had millions of dollars and I've lived in mansions and it sucks. Like, oh really? <laughs> really? It <laughs> always sucks? it always sucked. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. no, I don't buy into that. I don't it's... I don't that minimalist thing is like oh. I I think you can have I think we should all have less bullshit stuff, but also you can't 
that's why I said politics in this day and age isn't really reaching a lot of people. I feel like the fear is because politicians and famous people alike oftentimes speak to you um, like they know better than you and you should listen to them and you're dumb if you don't. That's the rhetoric that always gets pushed on. like Hollywood sounds like, and it's true because when they say something about how someone lives, they take into account almost none of their personal experience. So it's like, mm. You know, right. don't you care about right. this, this, this? And right. it's like, what? <laughs> I got to get my kid fucking braces. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I know. I know. I like, remember- don't you want to fix your life? It's like my fucking, the minivan has nine dents in it because the kids play baseball on it. Now I can't take it to work. I know. The audacity and like. Yeah, it sucks. I think my favorite is um the best part about Instagram is that now I get to know com- how completely mentally unstable celebrities are totally. that you've been watching for years. You're like, oh, like today on my vegan cooking show, we're going to make <laughs> buffalo non-chicken w- whatever. Buffalo chicken wings. Yeah. <laughs> we legally can't call it chicken. It's chicken. <laughs> right. And you're like, really? You need like you. The hole is so big inside of your yep. heart that you need to. You're an actor like you're gorgeous or you're. I don't know, but then again, here we are sitting jacking our D's on. Yeah, but this is fun for us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who am I to judge? No, I you judge, see, but... you see, you see what you see what um, you see what like uh, lack of attention does. We all need it, especially in our business. So like, it's hard for anybody to get away from it. You know, when someone's like, "I just live off the grid," you're like, "That that that actor's gone. That those people don't live anymore." That's so, do you know who I really like? Huh? What's his name? Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Is it Renner? I think so. He's the one that like builds houses and shit. Oh, he does? I don't know that. Well, I heard him on Stern. That's hot. It is hot. That is very hot. I think he's one of the last few people that's like, besides you, who's like a human being. And then (laughs) they they act for a job. Yeah. Because Jeremy Renner, he's like, yeah, my my daughter. So I make sure I don't take jobs that are more than, you know, X miles from her. And he's like, I build houses. I live in the house as I build it. And then I flip it. I'm like, oh, you're just a person. Nick Offerman does that. You know Nick Offerman from Sounds familiar. Nick Nick Offerman from uh, he's Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Oh, I don't watch that show. No, I know, but you know the character, the mustachioed guy. I think so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, Megan yeah, Mullally's yeah, yeah, husband. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's Funny. also f- unbelievably talented yes. too. He's a like a wood builder, like actually builds and has his before he got that show, was like a wood shop maker, like would build incredible things out of wood, and that's like his that's his focus in life. That's cool. Yeah, it's why I wish I had that. I'm too boring to have like a thing to go. Comedy is my outside of acting. <laughs> it's like, what do you do outside of acting? It's like stand up and podcast, like fun I, stuff. I read books, but that's not a skill. You know what I mean? I wish I, I wish do you I read had a lot. Skill. I do. I'm, now I'm starting to because my second kid is two. I'm starting to read philosophy again, and that's my passion, my love, my love. Really? I'm not smart enough to teach it. Like I thought I could be. Mm. Like, what if I got a PhD and I became an academic? Like those motherfuckers are so, so smart. smart. Uh, but I, I don't know. I struggle with these books and I'm like, this is cool. I love ideas. I love knowing what's going on, especially now. How many books a week? No, not a week. Cause I have kids. It's harder. I'm a month. reading two right now. I'm reading, I'm reading Camille pa- Paglia, Paglia and, uh, Zizek that, oh, did you, did you, did you, uh, DiGiorno pizza? Zizek. Yeah. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. <laughs> You're reading two books at once. Yeah. Can't do it. But it's going to take me months to, to oh, and I listen to podcasts and, you know. I listen to books on tape. What do you, on tape? What do you, did you have to find a I listen to books on tape. I'll listen to books on tape when I'm running. That's what I'll do. <laughs> right now I'm on Where the Sidewalk Ends by Shel Silverstein. 
I hated that book. You didn't. I you didn't did. like it. You didn't like any of his books. I didn't like the Giving them. Tree. I didn't like a light it. in the attic. I liked the light in the attic. Okay, I that one was that. good. Yeah, but you hated Sidewalk Ends. Yeah, the Giving Tree, little boy with the apple that everyone that was thinks cool of. as fuck. Yeah, yeah, but you couldn't stand where the sidewalk ends. Didn't like it. it was and that's where you fell off, Shell. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about your AIDS? Yeah. Tell me how bad it was. It was, and uh, Christina's referring to my COVID, but in people of our age range, they, we call it AIDS. Uh, I had, I it wasn't, honestly, I have HIV. to say it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. And I say that not trying to diminish it, but like. No, diminish it. I want it. Okay. It I wasn't that bad it. because com- <laughs> compared to what other people, that's, I guess I, that's the stance I keep taking when someone's like, how was it? I was like, it fucking sucks. It's, but tell me, tell it, me. It was everything. shitty, but yeah. also I didn't go to the hospital. So like whenever. I just don't like it when someone's like, dude, it was terrible. Like, I had friends that was like, dude, it was so bad. I'm like, what happened? Like, what did you get? And then they'll tell you the symptoms. I'm like, bitch, people have tubes in their throats. Like, you did, that's not, you, you had a fever and you've had like, so it does suck for people that get it. I'm not saying don't, doesn't matter, but it sucks. It drags the fuck on. You're tired. Dude, you're so exhausted that you almost can't believe it. It gives you weird, weird anxiety mm. that you're so tired. You're like, I slept all night long in and out, in and out of sleep. And then I got enough sleep. Then during the day, I would sleep like three more times during the day. Jesus. But not because of like a f- the flu. For me, again, I should also say this is personal. Everyone has a different experience. I didn't have a fever. I never had sweats. I never had any of that stuff. I had, couldn't really think. Like my head was always clogged and tired. And my exhaustion just came from the day. It had nothing to do with like, I had friends that stuck on a couch for four days and he couldn't get up. He was like, mm. dude, I couldn't even walk upstairs without like feeling like I was going to pass out. I was the opposite. I was just kind of going about my day at home trying to do stuff. And then in the middle of the day, I'd be like, fuck. And I would just pass just out on the couch. Out. It was weird. It was just like it would knock you down. Did but, you have congestion? Did yeah, you... totally. Yeah, bad, so bad, you had bad. Like... No taste, no smell. Ugh. Did you lose weight at least? I didn't. I didn't. Mm. Because I keep sucking down that fat, mama. I can't. No. I, I heard did you say that you forced yourself to eat. To eat. With Dr. I did. Drew, I heard that. You just had to keep doing it. So I would just do like ramen or yeah. peanut butter and jelly or like soup shit that you're just like texture. I know this is macaroni and cheese, but it's not macaroni and cheese. And how long did you have the um, anosmia? Or whatever? That's what that's called, right? What? No taste, no smell? Mm-hmm. Four days. Oh, that's... Dude, I am extremely lucky because I have a friend that I'm not going to mention and I'll tell you off air because you know who he is. Sure. Three months. He can't. He still can't taste or smell what <laughs> i know that sucks. and when he said it to me i was like no shit he was like don't tell anybody i was like i want to so how was your cough i mean you nope. don't have any like cough i didn't have a chest. chest so it didn't make its way to my lungs thank mm. that's why i say when people ha- get pneumonia that's when it's like really sad and scary because you go to the hospital and young people get pneumonia from it too they just some of them don't end up in the hospital with pneumonia but if you get pneumonia and you're over 70 you're fucked yeah you're fucked so so, so I didn't have that, but I had um, crazy body aches, like insane body aches, crazy headaches and congestion, tired, couldn't, couldn't like, I couldn't really function mentally. Like you feel just fogged out and the draggingness of it, it just felt like it fucking never ended. It was like a week and a half. A feeling like that, like body aches, like, yeah, like, like ongoing, how long, ongoing. How long were you in pain? The headache thing was constant. That shit sucks. Ugh. And it never goes away. It never went away. I mean, it was like the whole time until finally, like when I got healthy, God. then it's went away. But like the headaches never subsided. It was like, it felt like sugar headaches or caffeine headaches. You know what I mean? When you have either a lack of or too much, it felt like that. It was like 
all encompassing and it sucked, dude. And the biggest bummer was, um, you know, you want to just go live a normal life. And so right at the peak of my symptoms, I went to CVS without a mask and no, I touched and licked everything. <laughs> <laughs> now I said, you know what I did though? We did, I, I do, I'm in a tackle football league in Culver city, uh, skins and skins. We both, nobody wears <laughs> shirts and I played right at the height of my symptoms. You did. Good for you. Yeah. The one thing is weird is you do want to tell people now that I've had, I, I want to tell everyone I already had it in social situations to make oh, them feel more so comfortable. Great. Well, I'm, um, not envious of you, but no, I'm envious don't get it. in a way. Don't get I'm it. People like, do say that. Don't get it. For sure, don't get it. I don't want to. Gosh. But also, it's good to be done with it. I don't know if that no. means anything. It's like you have the chicken pox, and now you can go play. But you can get it again. I know. I've heard that. Three to six months after your immune system, go, your immunity goes away. But hopefully by the time they have the vax. And if not, you know, I don't know. We'll have to. I, I'm as safe as I could be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know. Like but, I'm, it's, well, can I tell you what really touched my heart? Yeah. When I heard you talking to Drew, yeah, gosh, I felt so bad for you. You said I felt ashamed to tell people that I had it. Like totally. I had done all, and I totally understand that. Because have you ever had an STD? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was, I, I never technically, I didn't have one, but I, when I was twenty, I went to this uh, shitty Planned Parenthood, mm -hmm. and they did a regular Pap smear, and she's like, "Oh, your Pap smear is abnormal," and I was like, "Well." What does that mean? She's like, probably just have genital warts or something. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> Throw it away. It's probably just warts. <laughs> Next. That's literally how it went. And I felt so much shame. Yeah. Because then, you you know, until I got the final results back and it wasn't, thankfully. But What was it? It was just an abnormal pap. Like, oh. I guess it happens. Like, jizz. Boom. I know. Boring. Um, but I remember feeling that way because like, you're like, God, did I, I brought this on myself. Yeah. I brought this on myself and I wasn't careful enough. But I mean, you do know that like you can get it even if you are cautious. It's not about well, being... we were as cautious as we could be. Like it yeah. was that was the whole thing that annoyed me is like I had, you know, I had been as cautious as I could be. And, and when someone's like, maybe you weren't being safe and you're like, there's people sucking body shots out of people's buttholes in Lake Havasu <laughs> right now. I think I'm the fucking safe spectrum. Like that's what annoys me is people are living super irresponsible and i'm not even criticizing their choices i'm just saying in comparison yeah fuck you like fuck you i having a drink with a friend outside you're fine it just no i and i don't care anymore but like you know um outside and because drew was puzzled about the whole thing about like oh you get it outside but like i mean we're sitting and drinking and talking you know what i mean like for hours now so it sucked. It was terrible. And then, and even my doctor, because I was like, how do you think, do you think it was outside? Do you think maybe if I gave him the ride home? And she was like, what, dude? We don't fucking know. You, it could have no, been no. in the five seconds before you sat down with him. Like, yep. we have no idea. She goes, it's just, it's it hap it, It's going to happen. It's going to happen. She's like, we've, he we've heard the craziest shit. We have people that are like, I haven't left my house and I wear a fucking mask when I go to CVS. And they're like, well, you got it. And then they hear people that are like, again, in Lake Havasu, you know, butt fucking on somebody else's <laughs> boat, you know, sharing beers. And they're like, I'm negative. It's yeah. like, that's what happens. That's just the bad luck of, or the good luck of the draw. I know. I know. I, I know just somebody, don't get it. I, know, I, don't, I don't want to. I know someone who got it too, who wasn't leaving the house, did everything the way they were supposed to do and still got it. So it's like. It's going to happen if it's going to happen, unfortunately. I think, I just think we'll try our best, but I did get an STD and thank you for bringing it up in college. <laughs> 
I did, dude. I got I got one what that was, was your, I got it was bacterial. No, molluscum. Molluscum. Oh, How bad I've does that, that sound though? It's, it's on your penis, right? It wasn't on my penis, it was on my pelv on my oh. pelvis. And so I went to the doctor and I was panicking because I was like, I did wear a condom. And I was like thinking in my head, I was like, how did this happen? Like, how the fuck? I wore a condom. You tell you guys told us condoms are safe. Yeah. And the doctor was like, after three days of panicking about it, I was like pacing in my dorm, like, what am I going to tell my dad? Like, I'm going to die, you know? And the doctor was like, oh my God, it's cream. It's a cream. Easy. Yeah, we can just put a cream on it. And I put a cream on it and went away. And I was like, oh, that, why did I feel bad about Like, what a fucking dumb thing to panic about. Like, I, I well, freaked thank out. Thank God it was just something. Yeah, molluscum. Molluscum. And then anal warts. But anyway, anyway, that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, the molluscum was the only one and it scared me to death, honestly, because it didn't, I didn't feel it in my peck. But I looked down and saw bumps all over. Oh, and I no. was like, this is it. I'm scarred for herpes, life. I'm gonna have, I'm, I didn't think it was herpes. I thought it was, um, you know, like uh, uh, some kind of like, uh, like maybe warts or like something like that's permanent. I thought it was like, oh. per- like these things will be there now forever. Yeah. And they're not. But uh, the anal warts are. Um, <laughs> but I'm happy to be through it. And you're never going to get it because you're you're good and you guys are going to be safe. And you and Tom Tom are, you're going to last through the pandemic. and you're going to get vaxxed and you're going to be fine. I hope so. But um, your wife didn't get it from you, right? Or did she get it? The warts? Oh, no. The um, HIV. Cut that part. The pandy. No, she, yeah. Oh, yeah. She got the pandy? She got it from me. Hmm. How Had did she to. do? She was okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, she was like me. It was like, it was really, sh- it sucks. You feel like shit. Yeah. You can't explain it. You have weird aches and pains. Like, you just feel fucked up. But the no fever and no um, fluid in the lung thing to me was like, Praise Allah. Yeah, because I didn't, uh, that scared me the most. Like, my friend said it felt like having a belt around his chest. Oh, that's terrible. For four days. He was like, dude, it felt like someone was pulling on a belt and you're like, like you couldn't breathe in. God, so, dude, that's so I know, scary. I know, but but I'm I'm through it, I think. I hope I'm on the other side and now I'm, I mean, I don't know, I haven't been tested yet, so who knows? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, when you get the negative and the antibody positive, you do feel so happy. It, it literally made me feel, I wasn't sick anymore. But the day I got the negative and the antibody positive, I felt like I was health, healthier even more. That I was like, oh, the relief of saying, because they call you. Because when they when you have antibodies, they they have to call you legally to tell you at some point you have had it. Because mm. they don't know if you've had it. You know, because she, she goes, you tested negative. And I go, yes, I know. I, I looked online on the portal. She goes, I know, but I have to tell you that you have the antibodies. So you have had it at some point. I go, oh, yeah, we just got over it. We know. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. Because some people, my friends, my friend Malin, her husband had antibodies. And, and did never, never came down. Never was See, sick. See, I think, I mean, I just, this is my stupid theory, is that comedians are so... Dirty people. Dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, because we get, every, with the first year I toured as a feature, I got every cold on in America. I got pneumonia. Oh, my God. I got pneumonia when I was on the road, yeah. Yeah. So you, you get it all. You you are you're you're a petri dish. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I hope we. You think you might it. be good? I don't know. We got Tom and I got a raging flu like right when this first started. March or February. something. February, yeah. yeah. And you know, at the at the time, obviously there was no COVID test. So did like, you did you you should just go get antibody test. Do you think it would have so long ago? Even February is when I was sick. You might not have antibodies anymore, but you might, mm, which could be good because then like, you're just you, blood. Yeah, it's blood, blood, blood and cum and, and tears. <laughs> they make you, they take your blood, they make you come in a cup and then you have to 
put a little tear out. Um, okay, I love you. I love um, you. I, I want you to um, continue to have a wonderful career. Whether or not I see you a lot anymore is sad because you guys might might not be around as much anymore. And that's just a and that's just life. Mm. Um, and Our whole right. community is dispersing. Yeah, man, it's you guys' it's fault. It's my fault. It's your fault. What personally? Yeah. Wow. I asked Tom. Tom said you. I ask you. You think it's you. You also agree. Everyone's leaving, but it's for the good. I'm serious, though. I did a show, the drive-in theater show, Tammy Joe's. I did it at the Magic Castle. Yeah. And? Well, and everybody's moving or oh, yeah. about to move or it did done move. It's it's going to be a strange... Well, LA is a little scurry. It's a little scurry right now. <laughs> it's so fucked. So wait, it's... did you get the Thanksgiving guidelines? I did. From Newsom? Yeah. You know, and, and, and honestly, I'll... Um, okay. My address is 1462 <laughs> Bancroft Lane. We're having a party, okay? I'm breaking the rules. Everyone's coming over. Bring your own turkey. Bring your own utensils. Bring your grandmother. Bring your buds. We're raging in my backyard. Yeah, it's crazy to think that now, like Halloween too, I can't have kids at the house. And I loved giving out candy last year. Like, I really do like that. I'm a dork. I decorated our whole house. Like, I have lights and shit everywhere. I have a graveyard in the front. And it's artic- <laughs> it's, it's uh, meticulously put together. And... No kids coming because I love seeing kids in costume and the parents. It's so fun to like, I don't know. That's such a sweet thing. I think it's such a nice communal thing that you're like, hey, look at everyone is human again. We get to like talk to each other and be like, oh my God. And I get to, you get to be very funny, you know, when kids come up and, you know, and the kid comes up and an obvious like a, you know, like there was a kid in uh, Black Panther and he came up and I go, Superman. And he goes, it's Black Panther. And I said, not to me, it's not. And I closed the door on him. Um, cause I don't give those kids, can't, no, no, but it's fun to fuck around and yeah. tell jokes and feel that vibe. And now, you know, yeah. now, now we're not going to be able to, and, but it is what it is. I don't know. We're, we'll fucking, we'll get over 2020, 2021 will be worse and then we'll be fine. <laughs> Hopefully next Halloween. Gosh, who knows? Life will be back to normal at some point. I, I want you to you. do this. I like these shoes so much, by the Thanks, way. I, I know I saw them halfway through. Who makes those? It's a brand called P448. That's, come on. Get, P448. It's do, Italian. I know, but can they name it? Just name it a shoe name. I know. It's Italian. That's why. P448. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. Come on, Giuseppe. Give it a name. The shoe <laughs> company. He goes, P448. That's just the call sign number for the shipping that's what log. Call yeah. It. P448. <laughs> well, go get some P448s. Um, we end the episode the same way. You're going to look in that camera and you're going to say one word or one phrase and that's how we end the episode. So it's on oh, you. One okay, word. Ready? When I get off camera, one word or one phrase. Go about ahead. you or just in general? You look right at the camera about okay. anything to end the episode. Go okay, ahead. all right. Jeans. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. Ginger. I like gingers.